Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Big Ideas from the Business Intelligence Guy. I'm Nate Moore. My friend Cindy Leonard in Arizona responded to last week's podcast and said, hey, you talked about claim scrubbers and whatever, and then what about this appointment scrubber idea? And that's what I want to talk about today. And the graphic that goes this with this is a slide from my presentation at MGMA's uh, Medical Practice Excellent Pathways Conference earlier this spring. And the whole idea of an appointment scrubber is a lot like a claim scrubber. So a claim scrubber is going to say, all right, before we send the claims out, we're going to scrub them or we're going to analyze them for a whole bunch of things that may go wrong in the claim. And rather than send a claim out that we know is going to get denied and then we're going to have to wait for the denial, come back and then appeal. And, you know, 30, 60, 90 days later, we're going to get paid. We're going to fix these problems going out the door. And the more problems we can find and fix before they go out the door, the more we can speed up our revenue cycle. An appointment scrubber is kind of the same approach, only at a different point in the revenue cycle. Instead of waiting for the patient to come in and the claim to you know be ready to go out the door, before the patient ever gets here, what we're going to do is scrub appointments, not claims. And so what I mean by that is we're going to go capture all of the upcoming appointments that, you know, and the date range varies. I've seen folks do it just a couple days out or a week out or 14 days out. Or I have one practice that says, all right, depending on the rule, here's how far out we want to look into the future. But what we want to capture is appointments with potential problems, things we that our practice management system knows but isn't telling us that would make us wonder, hey, are we going to have a problem when this patient shows up? And, you know, they're going to show up and take up an appointment slot. And then they get here and we're going to realize, hey, you don't have the right insurance or, hey, you're seeing the wrong provider or whatever else the issue is. And so we waste the patient's time. We waste the practice's time. We waste the appointments a lot, the whole thing. So what the idea of the appointment scrubber is to say, we're going to find that stuff and fix it. So for example, things that you would be able to see in your practice management system before the patient shows up for their appointment. Maybe that we're missing some kind of insurance verification or pre-authorization or something like that. That's a big one. If we've got a procedure and, and, you know, based, and a lot of times we'll go off appointment type, right? If this, if the appointment type is procedure or surgery or whatever your appointment type is, and we see that there is no pre-authorization and we look to the insurance that we think you have based on, you know, patient demographics or whatever, and we know you need an auth and you don't have one, you know, fire. Tell me that, put that rule on my appointment scrubber and tell me so that I can either get a pre-authorization or tell the patient, hey, we need you to come in next week because your insurance hasn't authed or whatever. Uh, maybe there's some kind of insurance verification on the other side that says, we're not sure you have the right insurance or, you know, maybe this appointment was scheduled six months ago or a year ago. And in that time frame, you know, we stopped taking this United plan or this Blue Cross thing changed or whatever it is. And it's been, you know, the appointment's been out there so long that we, you know, nobody thought to look out and say, there might be a problem with this. And so the appointment scrubber doesn't say, hey, we no longer take, you know, if, if the prefix in this Blue Cross plan is these three letters, or if the group number or the plan number in this Aetna plan is this, fire. And, and by fire, I mean, put it on the report. Tell me about how the rule fires, puts it on the report, and we catch it. Uh, and maybe it's just this insurance for this provider. Maybe all the other providers have, you know, morphed to this new Cigna policy, but this one hasn't. And so we need to make sure they see a different provider because Cigna is not going to pay for this provider, that kind of thing. Maybe I've got an appointment in the global period. And uh, and this is not, not, not an argument to not see patients in the global period that need to be seen. But to just to know you're doing it. Maybe 
we set an appointment a couple months ago, and as the appointment got closer, then there was an unexpected, you know, surgery. Maybe this is an orthopedic practice, and they're following up on the hip, and all of a sudden there's something wrong with the knee or something like that. If we're going to see somebody in the global period, tell me about it. I just want to know I'm doing it, and then I can make an educated decision and say, yeah, this, the patient needs to be seen. Let's do it. Or this is for a different problem. We can wait another week and get paid for this visit. That kind of thing. I've had folks that say, hey, if the patient balance is over a certain amount, maybe it's $500 or $250 or whatever, the rule fires and it prompts uh, patient billing or financial counselors or somebody in the business office to reach out to this patient and say, hey, Nate, you've got a balance due. I see you've got an appointment coming up on Tuesday. Uh, how are you going to take care of that balance before your appointment? That kind of thing. Maybe there's somebody in some kind of wonky reschedule status or some kind of weird appointment hold status or some kind of status that we use in the PM to track patients that we don't necessarily want to see until we do something. Let's find those patients and do it. Uh, I, I did something for one group, an orthopedic group, that said, find me patients that have a post-op visit without an op. In other words, we, we see a post-op visit appointment type on the schedule, but there's no surgery on the schedule. And what will happen is... You know, they'll schedule the surgery and then they'll schedule the post-op visit, you know, a week later or two weeks later or whatever the protocol is, right? And then the surgery moves because of they didn't get off their Coumadin or there was a pre-op issue or heaven knows what, right? So the surgery gets moved or canceled, but the pre-op appointment doesn't. You're walking into a no-show with that because you know, there's no pre, there's no post-op to, there, there's no op to post, if you will, there's, or no post-op, however you want to think about it. There's, there's no reason to talk to the patient because we didn't have the surgery. So find it and tell me about it. Maybe we're missing the copay data. And maybe the appointment scrubber comes out and says, hey, we're trying to collect copays at the front desk. This patient has, I don't know, Blue Cross or some local plan or whatever, and we don't know what the copay is, so the front desk isn't going to know what to collect. Tell me about it. Maybe, and I did this for one group. This is harder. This is harder. I did this for a dermatology group that said, we want to know if we're missing test results before this appointment. And so we'd go out and say, all right, if there was a lab ordered or if there was, if we haven't got pathology back or whatever, we want to know that and, and throw it on the appointment because if the patient shows up and we don't have the lab results, we look bad, the patient's frustrated, they came from across town or took off work or whatever, we wasted the appointment. Show me those kind of things. I have one group that wants to say, hey, if there's two appointments on the same day, have the appointment scrubber fire because what, what they'll do is they'll go out and find the appointments and send out some kind of appointment reminder. And if there are two appointments on the same day, then the patient gets double reminders and they want to fix that. Maybe we're seeing the wrong provider. Maybe um, this is a patient or a new patient or a new problem or whatever, and they're seeing an advanced practitioner we're not going to get paid for. Or maybe there's a way to tell that from the the PM system that they're seeing the wrong provider. It's hard to tell if you're an orthopedic practice, should they see, you know, a spine guy or a sport guy or, or a joint guy or whatever It is hard from PM data. But are there ways for you to figure out they're seeing the wrong provider? We're wasting our time. We're wasting the patient's time by seeing this provider. Maybe the appointment's too soon. Uh, um, there's insurance plans that say, hey, you know what? You, you can only do this uh, appointment once every 365 days, or I work for ophthalmology groups. And the ophthalmologist says, hey, you know, we can do this in 28 days, but 27 days, we're not going to get paid for this, you know, expensive procedure. So tell us if the appointment's too soon. And those are the kind of things that your practice management system knows that, dang it, it's not telling you. And if you can grab the data, and again, what, what we're doing, you're not going to be surprised to hear this, we dig into the SQL Server raw data, make the rules, find the data, and then send an automated email out every day. And maybe it comes Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. or something like that. And then we f it's sorted by the tomorrow's appointments, the most recent appointments, right? And then 
uh, further out appointments. You know, if it's two or three weeks and we got time to fix it, we got two or three weeks in time to fix it. But you get this daily actionable email that says, here are potential problems, fix them. And then the last thing I'm going to say is occasionally what will happen is you'll see something in the appointment scrubber will fire and say, this looks like a problem. And you'll go back and review and say, oh, well, th this insurance really is okay, or this provider really is okay, or this balance really is okay, whatever it is. And so what we do is we put an ignore feature in the appointment scrubber. And so what the ignore feature does is you put like a one or a yes or a something in an unused field someplace in your PM. You know, I've had groups like use a dental field or some weird thing like that. And then so you go out, you put that one or that yes or that whatever in this unused field. And the appointment scrubber looks and says, oh, if, if I see this one or yes, I'm going to ignore this appointment. I'm not going to ignore the whole patient because, you know, the patient may yet have another appointment where we want to see him. But we're going to ignore this specific patient appointment, get it off the appointment scrubber so it doesn't bother us. I think there are significant revenue opportunities for practices with an appointment scrubber. If you can find just an appointment or two a day that you wouldn't have been paid for otherwise, and now you're going to get paid for it, it the, the savings stack up fast and with very little effort. Do you see those appointments, track them, have somebody follow up on it. If there's a problem, reschedule the, the appointment or follow up with the patient or follow up with the provider or follow up with the lab, follow up with whatever so that we're not wasting those appointment slots. In today's post-COVID world where, you know, healthcare is coming back and we're trying to especially more than ever use and value those appointment slots to the utmost, an appointment scrub is a great thing to think about. I hope these ideas are helpful for you. Thanks for joining me today.